Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinner saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another explicit episode of Yes, Jesus! That's right, I'm Daniel Franzese, and as always, I'm here at my queer as a $3 bill. Azariah Southworth. Have a seat, because here at Yes, Jesus, we believe that that gay porn stars are beloved children of God. Sex workers are bringing the gospel to the people. Mm-hmm. All right, well, come on in. Sit down in the pew pew pews and listen to some gay Christian news. <laughs> gay Christian news. Everyone is coming for Chick-fil-A as they should. Ugh, I hate them. Burger King just announced it's Chicking Sandwich, and they went a f- step further by announcing it on Twitter that they would be donating 40 cents from the purchase of every chicken sold to the human rights campaign. As part of the message, the chain took a not-so-subtle jab at Chick-fil-A by saying, during Pride Month, even on Sundays, your chicken sandwich craving can do good, with a glancing eye emoji. I love I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so call them out call them out by name burger king um you need a massage king because i got you okay of course <laughs> chick-fil-a has been long known for two things being closed on sundays and homophobia mm-hmm. and uh, over the years chick-fil-a has been criticized for its support of anti-lgbtq organizations ceo dan kathy not a gay name has spoken in opposition to same-sex marriage as well as his family's history of donating to anti-gay groups yeah dan kathy she she might have stopped using funds directly from chick-fil-a but now is using her own money to fund a foundation which funds anti-lgbt politicians as well as groups well last year We had Popeye's chicken sandwich, and now we have Burger King with some money going to a good cause. So take that Chick-fil-A. Go get your chickings. Yes. Go get your chickings. I just hope it's as... I like them fillets. I hope that chicken sandwich is just as juicy as the way that they announced it on Twitter. This gossip? I know. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) I love it. Praise God. And speaking of praising God, segue to our praise report and our prayer request. Uh, This is the time of the show where if you have a little extra uh, something to ask God for, uh, we'll support you in our prayer and you can have a prayer request. And if if you have a little something that you want to praise God for and you just want to give him some extra props and flowers, we're here to do that with you. Uh, right now, we're going to go uh, take it down a little bit to something serious because we have a prayer request. Yeah, this week we are joining our friend Tate in prayer. Uh, this is a short and sweet, sweet one. Tate knows what they're going for and Tate is asking for prayer um, while they are trying to find God again after ignoring their presence for um for a time so um we're joining tate in that uh, prayer and in their journey of rediscovering god the divine you know just like the prodigal son god will always rejoice over the one that came back to the flock so i say you know go out there and just think be great just start with gratitude if you're looking to find god start with being grateful mm-hmm. for the things that you have because the fastest way to get something you want is to be grateful for what you have and once you start walking around with the attitude of gratitude god will start uh, showing themselves to you in a very uh obvious way just yeah. don't ignore the signs yeah, enjoy god, it god is all around you tate and in you and like danny said when you start coming from that place of gratitude 
um, you're going to start to feel the vibrations and the presence and, and the goodness that God is giving you and offering you in every moment. Well, I'm very excited for your journey, Tate. Uh, stay with us. Come wonder with us. Uh, we have a praise report from Rachel. Rachel says, I just want to say how much I love your podcast. I discovered your work through your interview with God is Gray, and I have enjoyed it ever since. I was raised in a conservative Southern Baptist home and veered away from church and college when my changing values and belief system began to greatly conflict with the church's teachings. After college, I finally came out to myself as bisexual, and during my quarantine, my partner started exploring his gender and discovering that he's non-binary. Mm. This past January, I finally dove into progressive Christianity more than ever before. I've enjoyed books and podcasts explaining why we can and should affirm LGBTQIA plus people as Christians, as well as a plethora of other social issues that I believe in. Your podcast specifically is such a unique space among all the queer and queer-affirming voices that I've discovered along this journey. You can talk about heavy things and about queer issues, but what makes your podcast special is not that is you're not just about that. You've created a space where being queer and loving Jesus fit together naturally in a way that I didn't know was possible. You're both unapologetically queer and unapologetically Christian. You've made me feel that queer Christians are more common than I ever thought possible and given me an open door to a community where I feel more at home than ever before. Thank you for your work and thank you for the laughs, joy, and warmth that it brings me. Oh my mm. God, Rachel, I love you. Oh, it is so sweet. Let me tell you something. You know, we love doing this. Don't get me wrong, but it's a labor you know of love that we do this like it's difficult every sunday for year, for all of 2020 and all of 2019 now we have for decades <laughs> pretty much gotten <laughs> we have pretty much gotten together and and praise god with y'all and it's so great to have you come here rachel and be a part of that community with us now i'm so thankful to god to hear that it's reaching you and because let me tell you something as he has had to stop in the mid roller blade and <laughs> and and get into a car on the beach while his date was God knows where doing God knows what. <laughs> While as while Azzy has to like you know step away to do a recording, and I've been everywhere from on vacation to like my, my to the middle of a barbecue to wherever, and have pulled over in like a friend's bedroom or in a car or in a hotel room or anywhere I can to make sure that I'm here to do this. So the fact that it's all been worth it and we're reaching you, Rachel, it means so much to us. I, I know as he agrees. Yeah. And Rachel, just know that we're in that journey with you of on, on our own. We might be at different uh, exit points or points along the journey, but uh, we are unpacking, deconstructing and rediscovering just along with you. So thank you for being a part of this with us. And Rachel, I'd also like to give a praise report of my own to our team that's also here with us yes. every Sunday and, and, and editing even beyond Sunday and doing things and adding music and love and meetings and, and, and um, all this warmth. Um, we are so grateful to come together and I'm grateful that you're picking up what we're putting down. Uh, stay tuned with us. We'll be right back at Azzy's favorite thing, the scripture <laughs> of the day. Stay tuned. Guess what, Azzy? Are you excited? I'm excited. Our freaking deacon, Ross Murray, has written a book. Yeah, and this book needs to be on the desk of every minister. Every minister needs this book. Whether you like it or not, LGBTQ people will always be in the church. And our ministers need to be equipped with how to show up for us. 
pre-order the book Made Known Loved, Developing LGBTQ Inclusive Youth Ministry with your favorite bookstore or online store today. Visit madeknownlove.org to learn more. And we're back with the Scripture of the Day. Scripture of the Day. Oh, oh, oh. Scripture of the Day. It's so food. Azzy, tell me all about it. Get your bib on, honey. It's time to eat. Second Corinthians <laughs> chapter 4, verse 16 says, We do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, speak for yourself. Our inner Did you just nature. Call me <laughs> our inner nature is being renewed day by day. Did the Bible just call me skinny and young? <laughs> Thank and, you, Bible. And you're being rejuvenated day by day, honey. I'm telling you. You know, we, you know, listen, this is going to be a great episode, Azzy, because everybody who knows us knows that we here at Yes Jesus are sex positive. We're non slut shaming. And by now, that has been well established. <laughs> And we have talked about how God loves good sex. We asked if you can give thanks for a good blowjob. We've had a whole episode about penises, but still not enough. But a whole episode about penises <laughs> in the Bible. And there are several, honey. Don't worry, Azzy, they're coming. But today, <laughs> we want to talk about the gay porn star. And not just any gay porn star. We want to talk about... The special porn star who has been in the pulpit. Ooh, there's porn stars in the pulpit? Where? Probably more than we know, but we do know a few. Uh, <laughs> there's been a few porn stars who have spent some time in the pulpit. Well, there have been stories of some former women porn stars who are now preaching, but did you know that there were some gay porn stars who are now in the pulpit? Yes! Yes, there are. <laughs> Today, we want to share with you the story of a few gay porn star preachers. But before we do, there's just a reminder that we are a sex-positive, non-slut-shaming show. Sex work is work. Mm -hmm. And you better get your payment up front, just like Tamar did in the Old Testament. And we <laughs> That's right. And don't take less than 100. <laughs> don't, no, honey, no. Not in today's world. But 100% all the time. Give 100%. <laughs> We've addressed this a few times in different episodes. Um, the Bible has some sex workers. We talked about Mary Magdalene and the fact that she was one of Jesus's closest disciples, maybe even the beloved disciple, until she got slut-shamed by the church centuries after her death. Yes, and we also talked about the biblical story of Tamar. Her own father-in-law assumed she was a sex worker. He had relations with her. And she used that moment to get justice for herself. Mm -hmm. Yes. To the biblical sex workers and folks who do what they need to do to survive and thrive. Well, first up is Rocco Reed. Rocco Reed was first known for his work in straight porn, but crossed over to gay porn in 2012. Reed quit porn and now goes by his real name, Joshua Broom, and is a, quote, crusader for Jesus. In an interview on a Christian podcast, he spoke about his pornographic career, telling listeners that he tried to go back to straight porn after acting in gay movies, but the industry did not allow it. And here's a bit of his story in his own words. Now, I was somewhere else and could forget about all that I did, but it was only a few days until customers at the grocery store I worked at recognized me. 
And then I took a job at a gym, but soon enough, everyone knew my secret. I tried for years to run from my past. I tried so hard to hide and to forget, but it kept coming. I had met a girl that was so pure, so perfect, so exciting, but I just knew like many people, she'd be disgusted with me if she knew. I was ready for rejection, so I told her everything. I told her all my dark secrets. In her response, she asked me if I knew who God was. She didn't see my past, but she saw my potential. She told me that Jesus died so I could leave a different life. He then decided to pursue religion and eventually became a minister. He made a statement that he was never gay, but just performed in gay porn. He's married to a woman and has two children. He also actively preaches against the porn industry. He speaks to individuals, groups, and organizations on how they can overcome their past and addictions. We couldn't find anything explicitly condemning LGBTQ folks, but curious to learn more about what he thinks about the LGBTQ community. But I will say, he's still posting some thirsty photos on Instagram. <laughs> Do you know more about Joshua Broom? Let us know. What does he think of the LGBT community? What does he like today? You know, his little excerpt there that you read follows the evangelical format of a testimony, right? It's like, you know, I... Just to go over it just again, where he talks about now I was somewhere else and could forget all about what I did, the horrible past, right? So like this recognition of there was something wrong and broken within him. And then comes along this perfect, pure woman, a savior, a redeemer, you know, and then, you know, he was able to be redeemed. It follows that perfect format of the evangelical testimony, which makes it a little sus in my in in my cynical viewpoint, right? But, you know, I hope that uh, Joshua Broom is is thriving in the life that he has created for himself, that he is happy. And, you know, maybe porn wasn't for you. And I hope that when he does share the good news, he is sharing it in a way that um, it is uh, accepting and loving of, of those who may even be still in the porn industry, you know? Um, did you ever realize that, like, when someone does a porn, they immediately become a star? Like, it's not like they don't say like they don't say like porn actor. They're just like porn star. They reach star status just automatically. That's the title of the job. Okay, okay. You're a porn star. So, so, like, yeah, so you can just go around and say, "I'm a star." I'm a porn. Yeah, star. I'm a porn star. Like I, you know, I've been in movies and I feel weird always saying a movie star. Like I feel, I'm a movie actor. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's done one. You know, they've done a couple of porns and then they get to be a star. It's making me think about it. Just uh, pivoted my career. Well, I have yet to be that kind of star. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still time though. We got another porn star. Tell us about another porn <laughs> yeah, star. Yeah. So we've got another one here of a porn star turned <laughs> preacher. This one is named Bobby Blake. Bobby Blake wrote a book called My Life in Porn, The Bobby Blake Story. In his autobiography, he talks extensively about his youth and experiences in the adult film industry. He is pretty honest that he could be pretty arrogant and abusive. While researching this episode, some commenters talked about him being really violent in his scenes. Okay, I'm on the edge of my seat now. Um, In one of the closing chapters entitled Prodigal Returns, Blake describes himself as a prodigal son who had to leave his home and his church to go out into the world. So we all know, I think majority of us are familiar with the prodigal son story. Um, 
and we'll we'll do an episode on it, but it's the story of a son who took his share of the inheritance while his father was still alive and went to a far off country and wasted all his money. He had to return in shame to beg for a place, but his father accepted him back as his beloved son. So that's kind of what prodigal son encapsulates, right? Bobby remained a Christian through all his work in porn. In his autobiography, Bobby Blake wrote, In all the years I was working in the adult entertainment business, I never turned my back on God or the Bible teachings I had grown up with. Wikipedia says that he's been a pastor of Tabernacle Baptist Church in Atlanta. That is an LGBTQ-affirming church, but we don't see him on the church website now. Um, So I'm curious if he's still there or where he is and if it was LGBTQ-affirming while he was there, maybe. Uh, But Blake has written that despite being known for being a gay porn star, I define myself as bisexual. In fact, I have dated women, although most of his serious romantic relationships have been with men. Blake emphasizes that he has no regrets about his life history, interpreting it as part of God's plan for him. He says, now that it's over, I can accept that the journey was all part of God's plan for me. Porn was part of God's plan. That's that's interesting. So we went from Joshua Broom, who talks about and preaches against porn and the porn industry specifically, to Bobby Blake, who accepts that his work in porn is a part of his life and his path. He's not doing it anymore, but he's not running and hiding in shame either. That's fascinating. Hmm. I, you know, I think when anyone is living their full truth, whatever it is, I mean... And I want to, like, besides even preachers, a lot of sex workers and porn stars and stuff should be running for office, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's always, they they have such shame on a lot of their past decisions and a lot mm-hmm. of things they've done as young. I don't think any, any of these things are things to be ashamed of if you move forward and do things in a, in a different way. Um, and for the people that are doing it now, you know, the shame is only within yourself. Yeah. What I like about Bobby Blake's story is it doesn't seem like he's trying to push this idea of I was bad, sinful, broken. Then I found this perfect, beautiful person that saved me and redeemed me. It seems like, like you said, Danny, just accepting what it was, learning from it, not allowing yourself to stay in the place of shame and knowing that God was in it and God had a purpose for it and moving forward. I think I like that. We have more, though? Yeah, we have Tom Cat. He might have been the most interesting and compelling story. Uh, For this, we are pulling from a really good article in the Dallas Voice from 2006 with the writer Daniel Kushner. In some ways, it's like the other stories we've been discussing. Tom Cat is his stage name, but now he goes by David Papaleo. He was a competitive bodybuilder and a personal trainer who was approached to participate in porn. At the height of his popularity, he said he was making a lot of money, but also blowing a lot of money. He got into drugs, and he was draining his bank account, hurting his health, and it making him feel even more isolated. Yeah, Papaleo grew up Christian, but as an adult, he investigated other faiths, such as Buddhism, Hinduism, and Taoism. But he found himself drawn back to Christianity in the early 2000s. He shares, stating, I didn't hit rock bottom. And I didn't turn to a particular church. I just started praying. I prayed and asked God for help. I asked him to help me with what my life was becoming and what my life should become. 
He truthfully helped me in my heart and showed me what I was doing wasn't correct. He even started reading the Bible on set. He said in an interview that he'd get teased for it. Mm, That's too bad. The debates over morality and sexuality identify... The debates over morality and sexuality identity have fueled his research. And guess what? When he studied the Bible... He didn't find the condemnation that so many, so many people assume are in there. He shares, <laughs> what I found is that so many people, including myself at one time, believe those crazy so-called Christians who say, if you're gay or bi, God doesn't want you. That's a big piece of crap, he says. They are misconstruing and giving twisted interpretations of biblical scriptures. I've extensively mm-hmm. studied the scriptures they try to base that on and it's just not true he took on the argument about is what is natural and unnatural he says if you look at it historically culturally and you're not pulling things out of context the bible says don't go against what's natural if you're naturally heterosexual and you're having sex with me well first you're treating that guy unfairly but the bible's not saying heterosexual is natural as far as it's from nature's point of view it just means what's going natural for yourself mm. going against what's natural for yourself yeah as far as same-sex relationships and marriage he says the most important thing is to love god with all your heart The second thing is to love your fellow person that same way. I don't know how loving someone of your own sex in that manner is considered wrong. He's not running or hiding from his past as a gay porn actor, but he doesn't say like a lot great about the porn industry. He says, I don't think that erotica or sexuality is a bad thing. I believe that sex is the strongest physical expression of love to another person, but porn is not an expression of love. It's empty and cold, he says. Mm. He also says he's sex positive. There's nothing at all wrong with sex. He continues, God made sex too. He gave us these things for a reason. When it's not an expression of love, that's when you're demeaning it into something less than what it's meant to be. And Papaleo has some really uh, affirming words for the LGBTQ community. He says so many people are shunned or feel like they've been pushed away from God, that God doesn't want anything to do with them. And I want to tell as many people as I can that that is an absolute lot. Mm-hmm. God loves everybody. He made you the way you are. And all he wants for you in return is for you to love him and to love him the same way he loves you. Don't let anyone tell you that you're less than anything in God's eyes. Well, that is a good message to end on. And I support I that. agree. I That's my favorite one of all. And you guys, so um, today, this week, we are asking for your Tide Love Offering Charity for your act of good. We're not going to tell you to go watch porn as your act of good today. I mean, you can go do that on your own. But instead, (laughs) check out a few support groups and support programs for sex workers. Here's a few to check out. Yeah, there's a great one called Sex Workers Outreach Project USA. is a national social justice network dedicated to the fundamental human rights of people involved in the sex trade and their communities, focusing on ending violence and stigma through education and advocacy. The Sex Workers Project provides client-centered legal and social services to individuals who engage in sex work. Awesome. Let us pray. God, we pray for all the preachers out there, all the ones who have salacious pasts, and all those that are goody-two-shoes, and for all those who are bringing the word of God to the flock. God, we want to pray for sex workers. Keep them safe wherever they are, whatever they're doing. Care for them. God, we want to pray for Tate trying to find God 
After a long time away, he's trying to find you. Show him signs. Show Tate signs. Let Tate know that your presence exists. And for all those prodigal children, Tate, Bobby Blake, and all of us, keep showing us all the signs and all the wonders. Yes. And we pray for Rachel and her journey into self-love, self-acceptance, and finding this community and for their partner who is embodying who they are. And honey, God, Jesus, Holy Ghost, we come to you and we pray for the food chains who love us and donate their proceeds to help secure our rights. And Amen. We I love give you that. Thanks for that. For delicious chicken <laughs> sandwiches that aren't homophobic or yes. transphobic. We rebuke those chicken sandwiches. Those homophobic chicken sandwiches. And Lord, we and Lord, once again we want to thank you for the ability to come together as a community this Sunday, all of us here together in your name, mm-hmm. in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Um Thank you all for listening to another episode of Yas Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yas Jesus Pod or on our website at YasJesusPod.com. Hey, girl, you can now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website. Have you done it yet? No? Go to YasJesusPod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers or your confessions on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on YasJesusPod.com. Yes, send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a porn preacher in the pulpit. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and a gay robot named... <laughs> Definitely not a porn star, Azariah <laughs> Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking deacon, Ross Murray. And special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauly. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bustillos, and Steve Michaels. We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get podcast <laughs> hey cutie yeah i'm talking to you <laughs> you right there just remember god loves you just as you are love you kids keep praising the lord y'all <laughs>